Hello, welcome back to Single Use Plastic Bag. Hey, I'm Red. I'm LB. Today we're here with Max and Sergio from Extinction Rebellion Brisbane. How are you doing, guys? Yeah, good, good. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Happy to be here, excited? Beautiful. You're on camera, all good with this? <laughs> Stoked don't anything that here. Yeah, don't get locked up. <laughs> so, uh, why'd you guys join Extinction Rebellion? Um, oh, yeah, look, I think the, the way the society is responding to the climate crisis is uh, totally unacceptable. And um, yeah, the, the systems we have to keep our politicians and um, yeah, the powerful in our society accountable don't work. Um, yeah, and this, this group was um, here with a campaign um, that was actually looking at a way for us to get net zero by 2025. And that's, that's you know, a realistic target that we need to be hitting. And yeah, it's one part of it. Yeah, I think um, one of the big reasons for me joining Extinction Rebellion was its target on system change. We're not talking about, you know, a particular political issue or, um, yeah, policy problem. We're talking about a, a, a failure of our um, government and our society to face the challenge of our species at this point. Um, and this will be the challenge of our species for a long time. Um, and this Extinction Rebellion is like... Um, quite different to your traditional environmental movements. Um, so, yeah, because it targets system change and it uses what's called the civil resistance model, which has an emphasis on nonviolence and um, mass disruption that targets system change and not a particular policy issue. So when you talk about uh, mass disruption, what are some examples of that? Uh, yeah, like I think what... Um what we saw in London last year, where they shut down the city for like eleven days straight, that's that's kind of what I didn't our know. I didn't know that. Um, so what happened there? Yeah, so they, um, I guess. I got the numbers. Sorry. I got the numbers. Go on. Then. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, in a numbers way, yeah, they were on the streets for eleven days, starting on the fifteenth of April in um, two thousand nineteen, and um, in those eleven days, uh, thirteen hundred people um, were arrested. They blocked. Um, uh, five different major locations, including like bridges and highways. Um, and it was basically like a festival on the streets for um, 10 and uh, like, yeah, 11 days. Um, and, you know, they did face repression, which means, you know, people were arrested, but, you know, people also persisted through, you know, yeah, they had bands there and um, they were practicing different, like, trialing different um, ways to do like democracy and stuff. It was, um, it was an incredible thing. And that really brought Extinction Rebellion into the international limelight. And everyone sort of got on the move internationally from that point. So it originated in, in, in the UK? Yes. In London? Yeah. It is interesting that it's like a global movement now. Like it's all over. It's on every major continent, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's got a way of organizing that hasn't really been done around the issue of climate before so it's really um it's a united I, front. really sorry what you say it's a united front yeah and it's you know like it's a very simple organization like the way it's organized um we're not trying to have um a complex structure where people have to know lots of things it's really action oriented so trying to get people in getting involved and you know getting them out on the road blocking um this you know mess of a society that we have you know um that's 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 where we build our power from. Our, our power comes from our capacity to to get in the way and and cause issues for people who are causing issues for every other living thing on the planet. And um, yeah, that's um, that's that's why I think it's been successful because it's action oriented and it's um, got you know 
clear outcomes that it, that it wants. You know, we will disrupt until we get a binding systems assembly on the climate ecological crisis. That's what, that's what we're here for. Okay, that's really interesting. And I just wanted to shout out that uh, our crew in Europe, um, they have in Europe, there's basically been rebellions happening all throughout different countries, um, starting in the UK, um, starting uh, from September, and there's been um, ongoing civil disobedience on the streets all over Europe and it's still happening now and it doesn't look like it's slowing down. So, so. COVID didn't really affect how you guys operate at all? It did massively. Probably enhanced it, if anything? Well, just like everyone, right? Yeah. COVID came and just like ripped a mat on from under us. Mm. Everything had to change. Mm. Um, it was really difficult for us. Um, we were going to have um, a rebellion period um, in May and that was, you know, we couldn't do that. Um so I guess we're recovering as society is recovering <laughs> just because it's just really hard to work. I mean, we, we've all felt the impacts and, mm. um, yeah, we're getting back on our feet like er, er, yeah. everyone else is, yeah. Uh, so what do you hope to achieve as an individual within Extinction Rebellion? Like, if you were to walk away at some point from the rebellion, what would you hope to achieve as an individual? Is there anything that you want to see before you're willing to, like, leave the rebellion? Uh, or is this something for life? Yeah, I mean, look, it's not... Um, not really about me me personally like i think i'm someone who you know has a has had a reasonably comfortable life um but i'm aware that that comfortable life is you know putting the lives of everyone else who's coming after me um yeah under threat and yeah so you know i will be part of this organization um this campaign until there's something that's more efficient way of holding the government um uh, accountable and trying to force them to cede power to us um but yeah, you know, well, I haven't got an end date. Not to us. Yeah. Okay. Um, seed power <laughs> to um, a citizens assembly made up of um, ordinary people selected through sortition to develop. Oh, a so you want a new plan. government? You want a new? No. What you, Sorry. Want... So our our primary operational demand is a citizens assembly. Okay. So the citizens assembly is a group of people that um, come together, um, informed by experts. They have a particular mandate, mandate, um, and they are selected through sortition like a jury. Um, and they are supposed to be, um, you know, basically representative of the population that they are um, developing policy for. So in this situation, we are demanding that the government installs a binding, which means it goes into effect immediately uh, without uh, a approval uh, by um, the government. Um, so a binding citizens assembly and its mandate is to reach um, net zero carbon emissions by 2025 and to halt um, bi biodiversity by sorry biodiversity loss um so that's its mandate and it will develop policies and find a way for australia to um transition to that point um by 2025 do you think that's gonna happen yes you think by 2025 it'll happen wow that's really so what's it, the un said 2050 or something like that i think china said that recently china yeah zero carbon Which emissions the, the un has has recognized that um um, the climate crisis is an existential threat to humanity mm. and the IPCC report clearly shows, sorry, the IPCC report is basically like a um, group of scientists that um, do research on the climate crisis for the UN. Yeah. So the IPCC report has clearly shown that 1.5 degrees of average global temperature warming is a disastrous world. Um, yeah ecosystem collapse um um yeah sea level rise um crop failure 
Um, yeah. And that two degrees of warming is basically an impossible world. So we're looking at societal collapse, um, the inability to have organized um, life. Um, so we're looking at mass starvation. We're looking at um, civil unrest and war um, based on um, a failure to provide the necessary resources to live. Um, so do you have any idea what the current uh, average global temperature increases from the industrial revolution. No, I don't. But um, can you inform us? Because I, my, I'm all for you know saving the planet. My my ideology is like, why would you not you know preserve this thing that we've been given to to live on? You know, there's no point in us like polluting the earth. And I, I 100% agree with you about like the whole democracy. Uh, I don't think it works, and I, I do quite like your idea, but. The little that I have looked into it shows that there's ice ages and then there's hot periods, ice age, and it comes in waves and, and goes like that. So, rebut me like that. If I'm coming at you with that point of view, yeah, yeah, yeah. what? So, so uh, we're current. So, with those sort of like the uh, trajectory that 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 those things ha happen, mm. um, we're currently at about 200 times acceleration. Um, so what that means is because of what anyway all complicated science stuff but yeah. basically there's these systems in uh, the oceans in the atmosphere in the um, ice that um, increase the warming as like your carbon in increases so this becomes like a snowball avalanche effect and you can shoot all the way to 20 well, what is it anyway basically plus 13 degrees i think it is from from here yeah um, and that's called a hot house earth uh, life can't exist yeah so that's sort of like that's you know doom you know and i suppose um, we've never been pumping more carbon into the atmosphere than we are right now that's correct we have never reduced global carbon emissions since 1990 when the un acknowledged that it's an existential threat so our uh, the first six months of 2020 average global um, temperature increase is 1.3. That's pretty fucked, eh? <laughs> That's yeah. Cool. yeah. <laughs> and I mean, like, the other problem with, like, the uh, other issue with human-induced climate change is the rate of change and, like, species can't keep up with that. You know, if, if you know, we're seeing 1.3 you know, degrees in the last 100 years and we're going to see, you know, a couple more degrees this century, like, the way animals and plants reproduce, they're not, they're not going to be able to keep up, like, Crop, crops will fail you know ecosystems will lose keystone species and then they and they will implode on themselves um and we're going to end up you know living on a thin you know layer of dust yeah. so 2025 is really not a, a target it's like a must like this has yeah. to sort of happen for the civilization of the world yeah, yeah. to like continue yeah and we we're on that binding citizens assemblies process because we've seen politicians wriggle around and find ways to avoid hitting serious targets so we don't want politicians making decisions. We want random people um, making decisions, you know, like we trust people to um, make their decisions in juries and, and, and other sorts of, um, yeah. you know, in, in inquiries into, you know, what's gone wrong. in, in yeah. uh, A lot of politicians have agendas to, you know, to suit their back pocket and then to also get re-elected, which also, you know, keeps their living in that big mansion they, they own. It's like you can't really go, like, hate them for, you know, caring for their family, but, you know, the way they're going about it is definitely not the right the right way and the right avenue. I don't know. I do agree with a lot of what you're saying though. Like, absolutely. Yeah. But I don't know if 2025 is, like, I know it's a must, but is it realistic? Like, yeah. Like, 
genuinely, is it realistic? Yeah, so what's realistic is billions of people are going to starve to death once we cross two degrees. Mm. So as far as I'm concerned, if it's possible, we're going to do it. Mm. Um, and maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. But who are we to sit around living our lives while that's what we're looking at? Because yeah. that's what we're staring at. Mm. I'm not talking about an increase in um, carbon emissions. I'm not talking about carbon emissions staying the same or decreasing by half. Like, um, yeah, what I mean is that basically, like, we're going to hit two degrees if we don't get to zero or basically, you know, 5%, yeah. you know, 3% yeah. within sort of five to six years. And there's a um, IPCC uh, scientist that reviews the um, paper, so he makes sure everything's um, valid and all that. So he, um, yeah, he suggests, well, he says that um, all other targets, basically, that aren't we need to get to zero within a few years um, is, you know, you're in denial. You know, you're agreeing to mass starvation. You're, that's treason as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Treason against the next thousand ge generations. Yeah. yeah. So if they do nothing and, uh, for like to reduce carbon emission and it's 20 years from now, so 2040, what will the world be like? They just continue pumping out carbon. What, what does the world look like? What, what city or what countries are underwater? Like how hot is the world? What is life like? Well, you're going to have to consult the scientists, but at 2040, we are, um, we're way above two, two, two degrees. Um, we'd be, we'd be, we'd be hitting or surpassing three. It's, um, yeah, but, um, either way by 2040. So if we stop all carbon emissions now, 2040, like the global average temperature is going to keep increasing. It's going to keep increasing to between 2040 and 2050. And then we'll start to see decreases. So we're at 1.3, remember? Mm. 1.5, disaster. Mm. Two degrees, impossible, mm. right? Mm. So, so fuck, right? Stop Sorry about the swearing, but... No, you're right. You yeah. can swear. You can, swear. <laughs> you can go hard. Love it. <laughs> There's no one moderating this. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you, yeah. And the lag time is the... The lag time is the most serious problem because it's like we need people to act before right it's now. hitting them in the face. Yeah, okay. Um, and, and yeah, yeah, I mean... Yeah, like I think it's just point about, um, you know, like we have to we have to try as hard as possible to hit that target. And if not enough people agree with us or not enough people get on board and, and help us, you know, um, take ac action in a way that, that builds enough power for us to force politicians to change, then we won't, we, 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 we won't make it. Yeah, so it's, yeah, this is a call out to people to be like, you know, take some responsibility for the fact that you live in an incredibly wealthy society and that most people... Um, you know, most people can't afford to go out and take risks against the government on this continent, um, and and they should be doing that because um, to not do that, like, there's no point in building for a future that's that's going to be on a cooked hellhole of a planet. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. And can I answer your original question? Because mm. I never actually yeah, got yeah, to yeah. it. Um, so it was something like, what would you be doing outside? Like, what would make you leave exile? Or like, yeah, that kind of stuff. So, but yeah, so if you, if you were to leave, like, if there was yeah. one thing that you were like, I'm satisfied. Like, I've done my job see you lads i'm going what would that be yeah like, how would you get there well so um there's a crucial realization of why that's a you know not appropriate sort of question so it's not appropriate because um you know i'm not going into rebellion because i'm a rebel mm. i'm going into rebellion because we're looking at extinction so what that means is that we're not about doing this for life 
I'd like to go and study carbon capture and storage and go to university, be a little scientist. I love it. Right? I'm, a, I'm a big nerd. So, so I'm going to go and so I've stopped that, right? I'm going into rebellion um, against extinction for a short time uh, because outside of that time, we're fucked anyway, right? So, you know, um, the time for rebellion isn't in a few years. It's now. It's sort of like five years ago, but it's complex <laughs> in terms of like, you know, getting people to realize the situation. But it's now. We're here now. We're ready to go. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be done, more or less, in whatever way that means, you know, within, you know, let's say five years, right? Because outside of that, we're fucked anyway. You know, right. I don't know. Let's call it the extinction party. I, you know, it's <laughs> Point just of no return. Right. Yeah. Okay, so okay. it's a short-term campaign. So what we're calling upon is for people to to pause the, their lives for themselves, for their kids, for the next thousand generations, mm -hmm. and go into rebellion against extinction with us. So yes, at the moment, what that means is mass participation, civil disobedience, non-violence, disruption, and sacrifice. Mm -hmm. After that, what that means is participating in you know, our communities becoming, you know, net zero um, and resilient to wildfires, to um, food crises, to bushfires. So that there's heaps of work to be done after we win. But, you know, my mom says, well, what do you want me to do? You have to sit in the street now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that, right? <laughs> mm. I don't want to sit like, in the street. Yeah, I yeah. want to go to uni and, yeah. you know, yeah. whatever. Um, so that's where we're at. And then we can start to, you know... Um, as a united peoples get together and work out how we're going to survive on earth so so if you pass the point of no return so 2025 right and basically the world is fucked if they do nothing by that point like would you is it wait is the world actually fucked if we hit 2025 and they've done nothing like is the world fucked like is there even any point like uh protesting for climate change past 2025 well i mean like that's, you know, the world's a very complex system, you know. Mm. Like, we don't actually know when that okay. point is. Um, but, like, the longer we leave it, the harder it is to reach. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, like, we're already seeing the Arctic permafrost starting to release methane into the atmosphere. Yeah. And that's one of the, the tipping points that's, that's talked about. And the more of these tipping points that starts to kick in, we lose control. Okay. And that, that will, like, we will know when that's happened when we start seeing the physical uh, examples of, you know, things like the Amazon burning all the time, which is happening it's, now. Yeah. And that's, you know, when that rainforest turns to Savannah, like that's a big change that is not going to come back. And um, yeah, like that's, those are serious physical changes that humans then lose the capacity to control. And, and mm -hmm. at that point, you know, um, yeah, you know, we probably should start um, thinking about how we go out nicely at that point. And, yeah. you, know, um, you know, to me, that's like, we still have this problem of the same people who designed the system and facilitate the economic system that's got us into this mess they're still in control and and, and those people are always going to prioritize themselves and they're kind of you know they're very very few rich band of buddies that 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 keep themselves in power over there like they regardless of what happens with with with, with the climate and if we pass tipping points we're going to be better off if, if we can work out a way to uh change the way um power is held in these societies and um yeah, like that's 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 a responsibility that, that we need to take on. Uh, do, yeah. do you think the media has taken a particular stance, or they censor what they show 
uh, like in regards to like their opinion on climate change? Like, do you think that the media, the media are suggesting that we're you know a bunch of crazy lunatics, rat bags like I don't know that just have no grip on life, and they talk about us and what we're doing, and not the fact that primarily we are interested in fighting for democracy and for the future generations. Um, and there's there's yeah, they don't talk about um, the crisis. Now, of course, you know, with um, the civil resistance model, like often, you know, the media are going to like talk about you and respond to you because they're, they're, they're sort of forced to, the, the public, the government and the media are sort of forced to like respond to what you're doing because mm-hmm. of your, that it's because it's disruptive, because it's sacrificial. Um, um, yeah, but they, you know, go around the bush and don't talk about the fact that yeah, we're looking at um, billions of people starving to death in the next two or three generations. Mm. So that's the people alive today. Yeah, they I'll wouldn't look that. at the issue. They would look at the type, like the people doing it. Yeah. And it's very easy yeah. for you guys to look like a bunch of hippies, crazy greenies, just doing this because you don't have a job or whatever, you know, which I, I think is uh, short-sighted. And it's to fit their agenda because they're in bed with the politicians, you know, and it's just they're cooking up this big storm. And it's... Yeah. Do you think climate change is a generational issue? Like there's an older generation that think it's a, it's a load of horseshit because they've been consuming mainstream media that's fed them that it's a load of horseshit? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, like um, there's, you know, there is a broad uh, array of people from across society that are concerned about climate change, but definitely younger people are going to have yeah, to live yeah, through it. Because it's our future. Yeah, like there's a older people are like, oh, I'm going to be state. dead soon. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and, oh, sorry, you yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, they're the ones who, like, um, put these people in positions of power. Like, they're the voters who are, like, voting for, like, you know, your Anastasia Palaget. You know, well, we need jobs. Let's put a new Adani or Bravis coal mine in, you know? And, like, yeah. what, it seems like what you guys are fighting is also for, like, action on climate change, but you're also fighting against the machine and the system and, and power. Mm-hmm. And that's probably, like, a bigger... That's an issue I think a lot of people could get behind also. Like, if Extinction Rebellion was, like, we're fighting the people in positions of power, but we're also fighting for climate change, which is... Which is awesome fucking things to do like I, I like love you guys for doing it yeah and you are kind of right like like you guys don't have a lot of money so you can't lobby these politicians and make them change their policies so like the alternative really is to d- disrupt society so they take notice of like young people how much they care yeah and plus yeah. um you know i mean lobbying is a easy way for business people to get what they want but the e- easiest like actually easiest and quickest and most effective form of changing society is through mass participation, civil disobedience. So, yeah. I mean, when I, I wouldn't even use, I'd use that money for civil disobedience. <laughs> like, because that's the most effective way. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's, you know, it, it's not something like we, yeah, like, like you say, we can't compete on that playing field. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know, I'm talking about voters and stuff like that, you know, like older demographics voting for conservative political parties. It's like, you know, the level of political accountability we have in Australia is putting a bit of grey lead on a bit of paper once every four years. Mm. That's all you get. Like, mm. that's not accountability. Democracy. Um, you know, <laughs> if, if government is doing something that is, you know, yeah, genocidal, like it's been doing a lot of stuff, you know, to, you know, like First Nations people for a very long time that has been ignored by the wide, wider society and, and now the, it, its behaviour is coming into threatening all, all life on earth. Um, yeah, you know, what we plan to do is is shut down the most important economic centres um, of our society and shut them down until government has no other choice but to say, okay, what do you want? Yeah. You know, what do you want? We're, we, you know, we'll do it. And, you know, 
if there's enough of us on the street, we are more scary than Gina Reinhardt. We are more scary than Rupert Murdoch, but only when we're active, only when we're participating in politics with our bodies and not just with our opinions. Mm. You know, because like no one really cares what my opinion is. Like it doesn't really matter. Like, and I might add when when we're prepared to sacrifice whatever it takes, whatever they're gonna put on us to stop us. Mm. So we have to come into this with, without fear and with the willingness to sacrifice because, you know, yeah, we're looking at genocide from our government. And mm-hmm. so, yeah. you know, like it's going to get, like you're going to get hurt, yeah. but you're going to get hurt anyway. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So people say to me sometimes, uh, it's, it's strange how you're so young and you're doing this, but isn't this like ruining your like, you know, future careers or whatever? As far as I'm concerned, the government's already stolen my future. It's mm, a good point. There's nothing left. Mm. And what you're doing is nowhere near as bad as what the government's doing. Like yeah. what they're allowing to happen and not acting on climate change and them holding those positions of power and using them, you know, improperly. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, you know, like, uh, you know, on, on close inspection, you look at, you know, you look at the way government has been treating the interests of, you know, marginalized people or, you know, not to their top Ten percent of society, and they've always been sidelined, and, it's, and, and they've always been, um, yeah, they've always been screwed over, so that um, yeah, the wealthy can continue to um, make money by destroying stuff and by stealing people's things like land, and yeah, like that's um, this is yeah, it it has 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 just become something that like we need a short term fix to. Like, there's definitely you know, um, there's bigger political struggles than just the climate fight but if we don't have success on the climate fight then the rest of those political struggles aren't going to happen yeah. because we're going to be facing you know we're going to be you know our society is going to collapse around us and the people with the most guns are going to win and and everyone else is going to be you know having having a really really shit time yeah so like you know i'd i'd ask you know people that are interested in reforming like the government or like particular legislation or whatever to put that on pause and join the rebellion because of the fact that you know two degrees means that we can't have organized society your reforms are your reforms are going out the window anyway there's mm-hmm. no government mm-hmm. like because we can't maintain our food systems and fresh water and stuff right so um yeah it's like if you're into democracy yeah we're going into rebellion <laughs> yeah um so can you just can you just imagine like okay so you guys have shut down like i don't know a bridge in the city or something like that right and now you're stuck in a car waiting to like get through this protest what do you think the people in the car are thinking and do you think you um trapping them there like gets them to support the cause i I guess like um the aim of those strategies is to make people think about the problem um and to polarize debate um and yeah, lots of people will be frustrated with the fact that they're being blocked, um, you know. But what we're in, in taking this action, where we're trying to get, you know, the sixty or seventy percent of the population that's kind of sitting comfortably and just letting politics happen around them, yeah, um, get them to pick a side because they like their interests directly align with, you know, people who want to take action on the climate crisis now and people who are actively getting in the way of it. Like people need to choose. Um, um, you know, we we haven't really got, you know, much other options. People have been trying to do, you know, people have been blockading coal mines for years. People have been doing petitions for years. People have been trying to get people elected for years. Mm. Like, a lot of that sort of stuff doesn't work. It's, yeah. you know, the media doesn't cover it. It's, you know, you know, Murdoch, for example, you know, direct interest in fossil fuels. Like, they're not going to cover that sort of stuff in the media. 
So you know, like when we yeah. when when we block you know when we block ordinary people in the street, um, it it brings that politics from being something that's happening on Facebook or happening in the media to right in front of them, and they go, oh, actually, like this is someone else who kind of looks a bit like me, who's like you know taking action that I haven't really seen before. Mm. Um, and then that you know that you know we have had people who have been stuck in traffic jams and who have ended up coming and getting arrested with us you know um that's yeah that's you know um that's that's what we're aiming like to do like starting yeah. a conversation like they'll sit in traffic for 20 minutes go to work be like probably furious I, I sat in traffic blah 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 chat to their co-worker maybe get swayed by their co-worker it's just starting conversation i guess yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's forcing a response like civil yeah. resistance is and when when max says like choosing a side like uh we're not talking about politics we're talking about extinction or rebellion Live or die. In simple terms, I guess. It's unfortunate, and I'm really sorry that I'm blocking you, and I'm really sorry that, uh, you know, that's the two options. There's no do nothing. Mm. Yeah. Because you're alive now, and you're part of our ecosystems, and mm. it's extinction. Yeah. Or, you're protesting society. I don't want to be a part of society. Or you want to be a part of a better society, at least. So I'm yeah. going to protest the society that currently currently exists and disrupt it. Well, it's. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's I what know. you're doing. You're like it. It depends what you call society, right? Like, we're protesting the um, the power that um, the political class and the corporate class has, and that, that and yeah, and the I guess agenda that they are giving us, right? Which is the uh, infinite growth, um, carbon economy that has no interest in us and our children. Not about. I'm not even talking about you know all the liberal ideas around economics and stuff. I'm just talking about ecological collapse. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And um, I guess at a federal level, this needs to be addressed too. And yeah. just looking at the way the government spends money at a federal level, like, did you see that they're spending $250 billion on the military? They announced that, like, mid last year. And then a further $50 billion on 12 new submarines. Yeah, well, I mean, like, they can, they can see where the world's heading. You know, they've yeah. been... They've been facilitating the destruction of cultures and you know um, societies for a very long time, uh, and 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 you know like you know, the same with the Queensland government's announcement for two thousand new police. Like you know wow. they know that as as society starts to crumble yeah. under these you know increasingly difficult um, conditions, that they're going to need stronger. You know the state is going to need a stronger arm to suppress people. People are going to get angry, and like they're they're like. They're preparing their military arm, but they're not preparing anything to, to stop it happening. Like, yeah. um, and that's, you know, wow. it, it, it's not necessarily that those individuals in there don't want to do it. But, you know, like to get pre-selected for the Labor Party or the Liberal Party, you need to go to these $10,000 a head dinners with business executives. And you need to get pre-selection support from people who are all bought into the system that, you know, we need to keep having growth on this planet and we need to keep having the same economic system that we've had for a long time and you know it's all jobs 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 and you know if that if those jobs come at the expense of cutting down the last bit of rainforest whatever that's fine that's what win votes um this this system is not built to deal with crisis of this size um you know and that's that's you know that's that's what we're saying we need this we need this independent inquiry that is you know where power is put in the hands of everyday people um so that we can get some fair fair outcomes, um, and, and and you know those outcomes, like there's no guarantee that they're going to be fair, but they're much more likely to be fair than if we leave it in, in the hands of people who are who have a proven track record of not giving a shit about anyone other than themselves. 
Are there any uh, people in politics at the moment that you would say are like real leaders and actually care about the climate crisis? Uh, like there are, but they have no access. They have no power. Like, like yeah. Jonathan Siri, he's the Greens. Street, yeah. Is that yeah? Well, yeah. like, what can he do? Is he like, can he do anything, or is he? He just... can get in the streets with us. Um, outside of that, and he, he does. does. Yeah, and he does. Um, oh, does he? Yeah, that's sick. Like, so, you know, if you'd like, you could you could boil like the democracy problem down to like the amount of power that capital has on our governance. Yeah. Um, in which case. A gov like someone inside governance, like you don't have much power. Like you just do the governance for the month, like for the capital sort of thing, because that's just how it works. Um, so yeah, so yeah, get get in the street. I want to see politicians in the street. Jackie Chad just lost a seat. Come and join us in the street. Yeah, that'd be awesome if she did. Lose yeah. your seat. Come on the street. Bring the seat. That's gone. So um, some protests you've been involved in. Some police arrests. Yeah, have you guys been arrested or? Yeah. How many times? Uh, five or six. Five or six. Th- how many times have you been arrested? Just a couple. Just a couple. <laughs> a handful of times. <laughs> Can you share some stories about arrests or uh, experiences with, with police? Like, are the police generally, like, they'd be pissed off when they, like, you know, say you're blocking Queen Street, you know, intersection or something. Mm. They're, they're, they're pretty forceful trying to get Yeah, do they them. abuse their power? Like, do like, they put a knee into you? Like, what's the deal? um yeah i mean like you know we you know we've, we've had some instances where um people have been hurt by the police um we do we do generally try and uh structure the encounters that we have with police in a way that it makes it really hard for them to use to use violence on us so things like lock-on devices which the government made illegal um they, they actually they're actually much safer because um you're not getting in situations where you've got large numbers of the public wrestling with large numbers of police um mm. and that that's that's uh, that's an escalatory situation um yeah so you know we we try to you know try to create situations where where um you know it's hard for the police to use violence on us um but yeah i mean you, you know we also you know i'm also you know uh, a white male you know I'm, I'm less likely to be hurt by the police um there, there's you know there's lots of other people who face, you know, much more serious repercussions for for standing in the way of the police, and um, you know that, yeah, that's I've been hurt by no other people who have, and and those people are generally more marginalised in, in society than I am, and that's like it's it's very very clear actually the 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 link between um, the way the police respond to you know people of colour, for example, get much worse much much worse go than people like me in search. Yeah, and I might just want to acknowledge, well, I mean. Well, maybe first of all, mm. in this acknowledgement, the traditional owners of this land. We're on um, uh, Turrbal and Yagra land here, and um, the people here on this continent have been under a genocidal regime for over 200 years. Mm. So, like, that's the power system that we're struggling against, mm. you know, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so what that means is that um, you should expect to have to suffer um and i think that's oh i think that going into rebellion with that acknowledgement is both is a, a appropriate and also um like you're already gonna like you know my future's already been stolen from us we're at 1.3 degrees 
you know, we're looking at the face of the impossible, I'm, I'm going to suffer, right? We're going to have political unrest. We're going to lose our jobs. We're going to have increase in uh, the disparity in wages. And we're going to have homelessness. We're going to suffer. Um, so we're bringing this proactively um, into the limelight and suffering in community with others mm-hmm. um, in public where yeah. they can see yeah. and they're forced to react to it. Yeah, you're taking actual action. You're not just It seems like it's the shit. only option left, hey. Yeah. It's like, yeah. what else can you do? The politicians, eh, can't they don't get seem to be lis- <laughs> They don't seem to be listening. Yeah, they don't seem yeah. to give, give a fuck. They care about the money and the money coming in to, campa- like to fuel their campaign for re-election. Yeah. You know, that's all they give a fuck about, really, hey. Yeah. And uh, what about the modern day man? They only care about paying their mortgage and making sure their kid doesn't, you know, get caught smoking weed or something. Yeah. yeah. It's a bunch of horseshit what's going on right now. And then it's young people like ourselves who have a lot of time to discuss these ideas and well uh, we make time for it yeah, you know, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah that's true you also know, you know there's heaps of stuff that i could be doing with my life that that isn't like organizing and helping other people go and stick themselves to the road like it's a pretty stupid <laughs> thing to be doing really but like you know it it generates political power and we need political power mm. um yeah yeah what what victories do you think extinction rebellion has like had um like have, has there been any political change since? Yeah, the, like, there's been a massive political change. So there's a change in the understanding of the fact that we're fucked. <laughs> so not from, oh, there's this like problem and I think someone's sorting it out last time I checked on the news yeah, yeah. Um, to we're fucked, right? Yeah. yeah. And so there's shit tons of people currently watching this in despair mm. and like, fuck, man. I'm sorry, you know, um, so that's a situation. So, um, yeah, we're shifting society's understanding of the situation and we're taking action. So Extinction Rebellion has this little motto. It goes, we tell the truth and then we act as if the truth is real. And that means going into rebellion. So, um, so yeah, we, um, yeah, we sort of see the, yeah grief as being a um, pathway to action because you know like you know even like traditional campaigning and like media and that even when they do talk about the climate crisis like oh it's all going to be all right mm. this like hope thing oh look at these people greenwashing the bullshit out of their company yeah. or whatever yeah. like we need to understand that yeah that uh where yeah carbon rate like yeah carbon emissions in the atmosphere are still increasing um, and that there's basically no hope unless we go into rebellion so that there's no hope i'm sorry if you're sitting on your couch you're going to stay there like i guess it's going to be be the extinction festival or something you need to come down with us in in the street because um the time is now and there's no hope unless you know we are resisting in community mm-hmm. together. Yeah, everyone's aware of climate change. We all know what's happening. You know, just stop tweeting, stop sharing on Facebook. Like, we need boots on the ground. Seems like that's the message that people really need to get, and how like severe it is. Yeah. yeah. How do you how do you have, say you say you're going to have a, a rally, or do you have you have rallies, marches, and monuments? How do you how do you organize? How do you promote that? Is it just through Facebook, social media? Have you ever thought about imagine making an ad, putting it on prime time? Yeah, I mean oh, that's that'd channel, be crazy. Yeah. Channel, <laughs> channel nine. nine. Oh, that's six p.m. news. That'd be awesome. Obviously, obviously, let's let's put money aside here, and you yeah. can just make an ad and just put it there, and that'd really wow some some slack jawed middle 40, yeah, know, 40 year old men who are like, 
the fuck is this? Yeah. Yeah, look, you know, if if someone wants to pay for an ad, yeah, hit me up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Definitely. Um I mean we um the way we mobilize is using, you know, pretty similar techniques to the political parties that um when they're campaigning for elections. So going around door knocking, you know, handing out flies, having conversations with people on the street. Um, yeah, it's slow laborious work and it, and it, but it, like we haven't got we haven't got the uh the resources to to do campaigning any other way mm. and and you know um that sort of campaign does work it, it it does build you know as 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 long as the people who we door knock the ones who are interested come and actually take on responsibility for helping the organizing then just go oh great someone knocked on my door isn't that nice you know mm-hmm. like if they come and get involved then you can have exponential growth of the movement um but yeah like that's that's the way we're going to mobilize lots of people um but yeah like you know and and just in um in relation to your question about wins, you know, like we are like the ultimate aim of, of our campaign is to get, you know, to get enough people on the street so we're forcing the the ministry to be in a position where they're like, okay, we haven't got control of this society anymore um, and, and they need to, you know, they're at a point there where, where they go, okay, we'll agree to giving you this binding inquiry um, if, if you get off the street and, and you know so until we reach that point we're not going to see any material mm. we're not going to see like we'll see cultural shift yeah. about the understanding uh, uh, understandings of the crisis but there'll be no material shift until there's a shift in power mm. um yeah. and that's true yeah that's that's where yeah so you, you know like a long-term shutdown of the brisbane cbd like a month long like a yeah like a, something like like that in london yeah you like, yeah. like really so, fucking need that to happen hey so next year yep. uh, in the first half of next year still we're, i'll have a day soon um we will be yeah shutting down sydney um we'll be potentially occupying the Hubbard bridge we'll um yeah with people from all over the country sydney is the corporate capital of australia yeah. the largest pop, pop population center um and through through taking that space and holding it um for a few weeks so take off some work maybe you have to quit your job that's okay your kids will starve to death if you don't um <laughs> uh, i'll hang out with you for yeah a few weeks a month maybe yeah. more who knows um on the hard bridge um you will be yeah you will be resisting community but you will also be uh suffering in community you will uh you will be arrested you will be you know potentially pep- pepper sprayed you will be sent to prison um but we are going to remain non-violent and we ask the police to also remain non-violent. Um, and we are dedicated to that because that's the most uh, strategic uh, mechanism of uh, civil resistance. That makes a lot of sense. How is, how is the rush when you're sitting there on the bridge or blocking the road? That must be crazy adrenaline just pumping through your veins. Surely. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Surely. really the rush is before, right? Because like, you know, like what's about to go what's down, about to go down <laughs> and like, you're like just shitting yourself, really. I mean, I still sort of shit myself, and I've done it so many times. Like, I don't know what it is about it, but you know, you just play some music loud and sing in the car. Ah! Yeah. Um, and, but once you're there, shit just goes fucking calm as fuck, in my opinion. Like, especially if you're using some sort of static uh, attachment device like super glue or a lock on, or you know, bicycle lock or chains or whatever, or you're just sitting on the on on the road. There's this incredible peace that. Here you are, like you're just like in the now, doing the right thing with your community, and what was going to happen is going to happen, and you know the media's there, and you got your crew there, and you know I don't know, 
it's not like it, yeah i would say you're having a good time but like you're not always having a good time because you know we're resisting the uh genocide government at the moment um but um i don't know you're fighting a just I, cause i personally have a lot of um calm of course um being a white man that definitely helps um but um yeah i don't know do you, do you think we're living in a dystopia in society uh it feels like that to me like like a boring dystopia yeah i mean you know like boring boring here and then you know you head out and and see the kind of the the frontier where you know um extractive you know where the extraction is happening and it's absolute devastation you know like mm. um that's um yeah you know there's you know i know people have seen those yeah yeah like it is a dystopia um and like people are lulled into a sense of comfort that you know like this you know uh, you know millions of people living in you know quarter acre blocks all scared of their neighbors and stuff like that is is mm. the best the world's got to offer and it's like it's not like <laughs> you know we you know in in, in you know and that's you know also a side effect of, of participating in campaigns like this is you actually meet people in, in the community and and you learn you know that the community is much more than like going to work five days a week and and like you know you know building a new freeway to you know new development like that that's not that's not what we need and um yeah it's um very i mean i find it very hard when we're not taking action you know to be sitting around and kind of watching thousands of people and just being like oh, geez there's not very many of us you know <laughs> not very many of us and there's lots of them yeah but um yeah like i think people most of those you know most people are good caring people they just haven't been given an avenue to to make change effectively like the, that you know part of the way the political system works is like its its aim is to get people to not be thinking about politics as much as possible the politicians and the and the ruling class don't want people to be thinking about politics and don't want people to be thinking about change they just they, they like the idea of you know tick a box once every once every four yeah. years and then i'll we'll take with care of that you don't worry about that you know? yeah it's crazy you know like you pay taxes and these people take thousands of dollars each year there's no doesn't seem to be a receipt for that like where can i see what you spent my money on totally. like it's just pretty odd Genocide, I, I reckon. it's yeah i don't know how they can fix like they're not going to like give everyone a receipt oh this is for that road <laughs> built here but like just some form of like i just see why not go. why not like, let's let's do that maybe that will come out of the citizens assembly people get to choose yeah, where yeah. Tax Alloc- money goes. I'm, I'm happy to pay my money to society but i want to know where it's going totally. like putting yeah. up a rehab center like this yep. something that's gonna i like that i want to support i don't want to yep. support some bloody highway or some yep. bloody whatever yep. it's ridiculous yeah. and it's a mechanism that we that the yeah that the corporations can maintain control because you know like and like like we pay heaps of taxes right um uh sure like in terms of our personal spending we can you know uh contribute to you know ethical living or um, homeless shelters things like that yeah 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 totally cool stuff right and um, but a shit ton of your money goes for the government to allocate and the mm-hmm. people that you know that's going into fossil fuel s- subsidies that's going to the m- m- military like we want you know better fucking you know covid pre- prevention strategies we want better schools like um not not fossil fuel s- subsidies yeah mm-hmm. Man, it's fucking tough. It, it's you guys are really blowing my mind. I got to be honest. <laughs> um, how can yeah. people support? It's amazing. How can people support Extinction Rebellion uh, in Brisbane specifically? Like, yeah. what can they do to get involved in your campaigns? Well, I'd like to start with uh, what is Extinction Rebellion. So, Extinction Rebellion is a name mostly. Uh, <laughs> so, um, it's a campaign. 
Oh, yes, okay, mate. So I'm just going through the like specifics, like the details. So you can be called Extinction Rebellion and act in the name of Extinction Rebellion if you um, basically if your action is within ten principles and values, which I'm not going to bore you with. Um, <laughs> but they're on our website, um, we'll rebellion.earth. There. There'll be a link. Out. We'll put a link on yeah. the video. Yes, yeah, yeah. um, and um, so yeah, if you like. You can do a similar type thing that I did for my first action. You know, maybe you just, uh, you know, maybe in your suburb or maybe in the center of the city, um, you go to the corner store, buy some super glue, um, post on your Facebook a selfie with you with a super glue and the road that you're about to attach yourself to. Um, yeah, go do that and whatever. So, you know, you can do that. Um, but we also have um, support supports mechanisms um, for people so we have an office we have a community of people here um, we've got um, uh, working groups uh, that deal with you know, particular things like media or outreach um, or yeah um, uh, designing actions and stuff like that um, so you can come and get involved in that um, but what we'd really like is for people to do you know to um, get on the ground and do some of the stuff that Max was talking about before. So flyering, uh, door knocking, um, you know, public speaking. Um, and um, what I would also like is for people to um, contact the Extinction Rebellion Brisbane slash Mianjin page. Uh, that's what it's called on Facebook. You can just search Extinction Rebellion Brisbane or Mianjin. Um, and... Um, send a message hey i want to set up a group in my area um i'll be on to you um and i'll help you set up a group um it's quite simple but basically we're going to set up um groups all over brisbane and all over australia um i work in a on a um the national uh, team for that um yeah and i want people to set up groups in their in the area in their neighborhood and we're going to go into rebellion with our communities and that's not necessarily you know me who lives you know in south brisbane whatever it's it's you know whatever how can they can, do you take financial support yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. yeah definitely. so like right now we're in your hq like in south brisbane so is this being crowdfunded uh I'd personally not prefer to talk, not talk about that, how, how that money has come <laughs> into right. existence. Because, um, yeah, I mean, we are, you know, we are encouraging people to, to break the law um, in a systematic way. And, um, yeah, the least the government knows about how we <laughs> Oh, that's true. Better. Yeah, that's um, good. But, yeah, um, sorry. Oh, so, have you ever had spies try and infiltrate the group or like undercover cops? So we don't worry about that because we do what's called open organized public civil disobedience as our primary um, power building tactic. Of course we do, you know, secret stuff like you saw that tripod getting set up in two minutes, right? That was awesome, right? Mm. Um, um, and, you know, we just use uh, small groups of people to do that um, and they organize without other people knowing. Like, I don't know most uh, of what's ever happening. Yeah. Um, it just happens and I do, you know, logistics and, you know, other work <laughs> um and um so what was the question uh i don't oh, even know oh, it was about <laughs> no, undercover cops yeah. it's totally oh, yeah. chill right so yeah. because you design it so that you you tell everyone what's going to happen right yeah so that there's this thing called like di dilemma action and i'm not going to bore you too much but the point is that it's public we're going to do it and the police and the state get to decide how they respond to that and um maybe 
yeah, maybe they beat us up before we get there, or maybe they let us there and they wait for, uh, for us to go home and then arrest the few people straggling behind. Who knows, right? Yeah. But the point is that it's open and we don't worry about it. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, and, and that, um, you know, like the reality that, that you know, police do monitor um, these sorts of um, campaigns is like, it, that is real, but like... Um, There's probably a cop you know, watching this. Yeah, yeah. yeah like <laughs> we, we, we need to be open uh, and inviting people to come in and, um, you know, that's part of the reason why we use non-violent strategy, you know, if we get busted... You know, we get some fines and we get some, you know, a conviction. Maybe you know, we're not, we're not in armed rebellion, and you know, if we do yeah. that, then when then we get infiltrated, then we'll get shot. You know, so that's part of the reason <laughs> of using using these sorts of uh, methods of resistance yeah. is is that the stakes are, yeah, you know, the stakes are still high-ish, but they're not as high as they otherwise could be. Um, yeah. yeah so. Future of humanity and civilization. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> go to the dollar fine or whatever. Like. <laughs> Yeah. So you were talking about the tripod. That was a guy who set up the the bamboo tripod and like hung from it. Uh, I was a a girl. A girl. A woman. Okay. Um. Yeah. Twenty nine. Her name's Rilka. Um. Yeah. So. So yeah, they were hanging from a tripod on the motorway uh, a few weeks ago. Um. Anyway, so that was cool. So the point of that is right. So, uh, you can stop the motorway for you know four hours, not totally, because it's just you know. The legs are like, I don't know, four meters, some shit. And it takes the cops like three or four hours to get them down. Um, and, it's use, and it uses one person. And what that does is it basically, we use that um, as, yeah, I don't know, not exactly a media mechanism, but it's also like that, like, it's still like your civil resistance mechanism. It's just like not public and open organized. Um, so people can still participate in that. And if you want to get in a tripod, like, um, I can ask around and you know find out if you can. I don't know who who did that. Um, How much trouble did she get in? Like, what was the fine? Like, do we have that? Uh, she hasn't gone through court yet. Okay. Um, but you know, um, yeah. So uh, she's got pretty much the same charges that everyone gets for sitting on the road. There's two two charges, and, and then there's an extra one that is the dangerous devices law, which is what the government brought in last year in response to people like Extinction Rebellion using lock-on devices. And they call those devices dangerous. Dangerous devices. Yeah, so that, it was it was brought in on the back of um, what turned out to be lies from the government and, and the police about people putting like butane canisters in concrete <laughs> barrels. Um, and like that was exposed. Um, one of the MPs in there, um, Michael Berkman, I think, did a, you know, like kind of called them out on that and was like, where's the evidence? And they didn't have any evidence that it was, but it like that story run in the media by then and then they still pushed it through. Mm. Um, so that's propaganda. Yeah. yeah. And, and like those, those uh, laws are being challenged in the district of the Supreme Court, I think at the moment. Um, but yeah, so, so Rilke will face um, consequences for that. Like, you know, um, she'll probably get a significant fine. Um, but, you know, the, you know, that's you know that action um shows what sort of power every individual has within them if they choose to take action that that is um that is yeah powerful i guess you know you, you know you can shut down half a freeway for yeah. peak hour if, if you want and if, if you care enough about the issue and if the issue is you know um the extinction of most species on on the planet then maybe mm. people will be encouraged to do that you know we don't need hundreds of thousands of people um you know, or millions of people voting the right way, we can have quite a few, mm. you know, a, a lot less number of that 
participating in a you know a more organized way and yeah we can put significant pressure on the government that's really interesting because i think so many people look at this issue as an individual and go as an individual what the fuck can i do about this hmm. whereas like you guys are uniting to be like uh, i guess an organism a collective of yeah, the power individuals of the people. power of the people it really is the power of the people and like i've got friends who i know like are like worried about climate change but then like they're not going to go to a protest and things like that so like yeah like yeah, but the reason they're not going to go to a protest is almost like socially yeah like, you guys obviously like faced a bit of like social pressure and like social outcasting from friends who you might not be friends with anymore um so obviously to you guys it doesn't matter but like that's happened so what happens is that happens initially when people are sort of shocked into what is happening here and because it's like it's a shocking thing why should why would someone be intentionally you know on a road stopping traffic yeah um doesn't really seem appropriate right mm. um so when that's paired with um continuing that resistance and sacrificing um certain liberties because of it whether that's fines or you're going to court or whatever um people find out more because there's an emotional connection because you are sacrificing and you're and you're still doing it you haven't just backed down yeah so so what my messages look like is you know you're an idiot why are you doing that and then like two weeks later oh my goodness sergio thank you so much for doing that um i wish i was as brave of you as you keep it up that's what it looks like so that's the that's the transition um uh, from from shock to 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 truth and coming out of that denial mm. it does seem like a lot of people like are asleep to like how severe this issue is yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to mention that, like, <clears throat> my, uh, I grew up in a middle-class family. Uh, my parents, you know, quite conservative, in my opinion. Um, you know, when I went to college and stuff, like, they were voting for, like, One Nation and stuff. I know, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so n through just, like, participating in, like, you know, Greenpeace-type campaigns, like, there was, they still thought I was an idiot. Um but through persistent, sacrificial, disruptive action, um, uh, yeah, I mean, my my mum didn't vote for One Nation, for example, in the last election, uh, nor my dad. Um, my dad is speaking at a protest tomorrow night. Um, he'll be breaking the law by doing so because it'll be in Queen Street Mall. Um, so, uh, yeah, just a testimony of um, coming to the truth. Yeah, that's good. Eh? You turn their turn their opinion around. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, you'll turn some. Like, it's the polarizing effect again. Yeah. Like, some people you probably won't see again, um, and other people you will see a lot more of. And, yeah, um, yeah, we're, we're building political power, so we're not really that interested in, you know, if people are against us, but, you know, they're kind of like, you know, going and living their lives over there doesn't really matter. Um, yeah. You know, we're interested in people who are concerned about the crisis, don't know what to do, um, and we're providing an avenue for them to for them to participate. And yeah, I, I know. I mean, my my experience is the same. You know, like I I had, um, you know, lots of people in in my friendship, you know, uh, network who were initially kind of like, uh, not sure. And then gradually, more and more of them are getting on board. And you know, because everyone knows, like everyone knows that it's that it's a real thing. And we're, and we're just like we're really only reminding people, like most people in especially our demo, our age groups have grown up knowing that there's this big looming threat hanging over our heads mm. um yeah but yeah mm. beautiful so do you guys did you guys grow up in brisbane like what's your like background 
I'm from Victoria in the Yarra Valley. Okay. Hey, yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm from um, Kalanda on the Sunshine Coast. That's uh, Gobi Gobi country. So neither of you are from Brisbane, but like you're all yeah. behind the Brisbane Extinction Rebellion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, so, I mean, I'd suggest if you don't live in the city, that's totally fine. You know, let's start a group where you are. That's cool. What we're going to do is we're going to go to where, let's say, the fuckwits are, right? And we're going to block their streets. So we're not going to block, you know, your suburban, you know, soccer mums, like, whatever, who cares. Um, But we are going to go to the center of corporate capital and do that. So that's part of the civil resistance model is you go to the center of power and you basically sit in the road and don't leave until your demands are met. What are the red robes? The red robes and the people painted what what do they symbolize because that's, that's very like it's very culty it's yeah. like it's like i can see how some people be like it's what theatric is this? how is that culty <laughs> dude it's culty as yeah yeah man i thought yeah, it was yeah. um uh what's that i oh, know there's like a there's a i can't remember what it's called um there's a series from the u.s um kind of Post. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all those women who wear those red robes and stuff like mm. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's 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 supposed to kind of be. Oh, the um, uh, handmaid's, handmaid's tale. Yeah, 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 yeah LB. Okay. I think that's yes relevant yes. to that. But you know, yes. like this is, yeah, like I think that's you know visually stimulating for people yeah. who are aware of that you know pretty horrific story. And um, you know, it's trying to motivate people through through art and creativity, which is which is part of the way that you know humans um get new information you know some people get it by you know the shock of someone getting in their way that you know they've been going to work this way for 10 years and now one day they're getting blocked in traffic and like oh shit and mm. someone else gets it by you know a really visual thing in their face so you know we're not um yeah we're, we're we use uh, um diversity of different ways to to try and reach people um and yeah like you know creative things like like the um red rebels is definitely part of what we do yeah, yeah and like the red rebels they for example they don't talk they move very slowly and their interest is in expressing emotion about what's oh. going on, where you are, or maybe just even just like having a little space for a type of emotion. Um, are they allowed in the city? Like, are you? Are yeah, they... why not? You just it is to dress. <laughs> that is interesting. In they this... should be going around like constantly. Feel free, come on board. Let's do it. I we know. got we got costumes. We we actually do that. Are you allowed to be high while you do that? Is that okay? <laughs> or... Can, we, can you be drunk? I'm not going to comment on any other legal, um, illegal activities. <laughs> I'm trying to stitch you up. So you got to... Just check your pockets. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> check your pockets. You don't oh, want to get yourself in a, in a tangle there. What are you saying? You've anyway? got a, uh, a rally tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah. Queen Street Mall. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's sort of around... Um, so you were talking... We've been talking about a little bit about how the media interact with this. So... You know the media and like the advertisement industry like um basically yeah i mean there's an understanding that they more or less play a large part in what's called manufacturing consent of the public and the population um so in queen street mall which is the you know center the heart of brisbane and the consumerism here um basically um you're not allowed to do a whole, a whole bunch of things. You're not allowed to amplify sound. So that includes your voice. I mean, that means you can't raise your voice in Queen Street Mall. You can't hold a sign. There's other bullshit stuff. So what we're going to do is we're going to go into the middle of Queen Street Mall. We're going to get on a sort of soapboxy type thing, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk. 
to people. And so we're giving away free truth. I don't know, there's a few different things. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we're, we're freeing truth. Anyway, point is that it's not allowed. So for example, like I've been fined 600 bucks for walking through Queen Street Mall with a megaphone by myself once. But if you do it en masse, you can protest that. And what we want to do is have a persistent campaign that um, challenges that and escalates. Um, and we want to, you know, yeah, tell the people the truth. And it's also just like this dumb law. And that is a stupid we law. are fighting for the democracy and we are trying to tell the truth and actually it's real and we're going to do it through creating that point of tension because that's what civil resistance is about, creating that point of tension, doing so respectfully and uh, peacefully. And mm. yeah. I get a Star Wars vibe from this whole thing. Like, you're the rebellion. Like, yeah. you know, the Death Star might be, you know, one William, you know. I'm not saying blow it up or anything like that. Please don't think that at all. I just want to like, uh, yeah, emphasize yeah, yeah. that. Uh, Anastasia Palaget is the Sith Lord. Who's Darth Vader? How about Campbell Newman? Um, like, I just get that vibe. You guys are like Luke Choose and Leia. Adventure, right? Luke and Leia. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, I think we are, we are, you know, there's quite, you know, there's lots of campaigns that are, that are, pushing back against the empire um and <laughs> they are that's what like you know yeah, no, this, this this is the largest you know the Australian yeah. government's part of the biggest empire the world's ever seen and it's you know very actively participating in expanding that empire all over the world yeah um yeah you know and you know there's there's lots of different groups that uh you know in including extinction rebellion that, that that that's campaigning to try and you know take power away from that empire but yeah you know definitely one, one, one william street it's, yeah. is full of people who are you know actively participating in the destruction of the planet in the you know the imprisonment of refugees in the you know um stealing of first nations land in you know the persecution of my of um, you know people of um yeah marginalized people all over the place and um that's like they've got a you know a, a broad array of 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 harms that they're causing um but yeah i guess like we we believe that um or i believe that the you know um mobilizing around the climate crisis like it's it's the biggest uniting um issue that's we've ever we've ever had you know it mm. literally puts everyone everyone's life um under threat and and um yeah we think we can get tens of thousands of people to come and um break the law um in an organized way so that you know um we are un, un, unmanageable for the police force and for the and for the government and and they have no other option um other than to expose themselves as the violent criminals that they are, um, or to to um, do what we say and give a binding citizens assembly. Yeah, hmm. it really like like this whole empire idea. I know it's kind of silly, but like it is kind of true. Like you think about the British Empire, like colonizing the world. You know, like North America, like and they, like they are all united. And, like and they're the most powerful like fucking government force the Earth has ever known. And they have the most powerful information dismination system the Earth has ever known. Also, and they have the, like you know. They are, they are the fucking empire the queen is the sith lord um if you're sick of watching netflix stan amazon prime disney plus fucking playing your role player games you know and you want to live real life like <laughs> fucking get around like extinction rebellion <laughs> this is real this is reality this yeah. is like you know every generation has tried to overthrow these systems of power and failed and now we have an opportunity to fucking do it because of the fucking internet so let's fucking like why can't it happen yeah, yeah. and we can't choose tomorrow it's it's today yeah um, there's a point of no return yeah. and also like it's a good you're sort of bringing up a sort of point where that you know we sort of we, we, we talk about where like you know part of our decarbonization effort is a decolonization effort you know hmm. from you know corporate power from you know the British elite whatever um, and we are using mechanisms that have been used for decolonization so we are 
you know, we're taking notes from the book of um, Mahatma Gandhi and the Salt March where, you know, 60,000 people were sent to prison and people were violently beat up from going to the beach and making salt. And, um, and yeah, anyway, we're using those tactics um, against the same fucking hmm. empire. I was thinking about this a little bit earlier, just like a tactic that you guys could use. <laughs> I was thinking, like, what sells more than anything? I was like, fucking sex sells. That's what sells. So let's get a bunch of people in bikinis and dick togs to, like, just cruise through the CBD on a hot day, tip a bit of water over themselves, you know? Like, that's how you get some people around it. Like, it's a, it's a bi- bikini beach party thing. You do it in yeah. Queen's Park opposite the casino, and you all just hang out there, and you go... Well, the world's only going to get hotter, baby. Let's enjoy it, you know? <laughs> and then, you, like, like you know, chicks with big tits. Just get them, like, get around it. All right, you can organize that. Um, <laughs> I'll, so we up. can consult um, and let's do it. Um, cool. We'll add it to the actions team. I mean, something that we do, you know, we do try and focus, you know, like, I guess when people are getting, getting arrested and being involved, like, the media story does kind of inevitably swing to them like you know swung to surge obviously a lot last year but you know, like we we do try very hard to to not you know i mean for me anyway like trying not to do actions that center the individual in the you know yeah. like because it, because it's not actually about individual like it's easy to target when there's a protagonist of the group if you're just seen as like extinction rebellion rather than like surge extinction rebellion they can target surge so like there's there's the evil one this is the baddie like go at him whereas when you're a group it's a lot it's he's a lot more unifying and it's it's hard to pinpoint someone just to go at and that's what people want someone to just blame for like why the fuck this is happening yeah, yeah. and oh. can i just mention like um yeah that's right and in all movements they're gonna sort of pick someone out or try to do that and you know we have tried extensively to stop that and it's really difficult because you know i'm not going to not go into rebellion because they're putting me out but yeah mm-hmm. it's been hard um and also i just want to say like if you don't think that you know I should be the poster boy, which I'd agree with, um, and you or, or or you think that people in XR, you know, you know, doing the right thing, but sort of maybe maybe saying the wrong things or doing it the wrong way, um, come on board. Um, well, this is a rebellion of the people, and um, basically, um, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not granted any sort of power i don't actually have i don't have a fuck all power <laughs> in the community um but um yeah so basically come on board and let's let's do it together because it's not perfect we're not perfect i'm not perfect um no one that's you know pointed out is going to be perfect but we're going to be imperfect and passionate together and we're gonna um, we're gonna um you know save the next thousand generations to mm. together and if you you're not coming along because i'm in the media then um you know pull your shit together and i'll see you on the street <laughs> i think you do need i think you do need a leader like i think leaders really gain steam and traction when they have this like articulate compassionate persuasive leader who like people want to follow you know and i think that's really difficult to find someone like that also like but like i think like it's just someone to rally around and look to and go that's that's what we're all going for and uh, it's just tricky when it's like you're just part of the mob and yeah, like I, you're following the mob what are you saying yeah I, I agree but like the stuff that they're doing is uh, no undeniable it's good like, like it's, uh, yeah, it's good it, yeah but it's hard to have like it's it's so much easier for the the police and the media to blame one person 100%. and target that person yeah so if you're doing it as a group it's like mm. 
I don't know. Like, it's hard to target a whole group. But every 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 organization that exists yeah. always has a leader. Like all organizations, it's like it's what it's the way humans think. It's just in our nature to follow. Like it's to have a leader that we look to. You know, even a captain of a football team has a leader. You know, in every mm-hmm. scenario of groups or people coming together, there is a leader that everyone follows. But like you guys don't, so it's a leaderless movement almost. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, we definitely. You know, there's definitely. Um, you know, people with. You know. You know, some people might be really good at painting banners. Some people might be good at organising logistics for actions. And people will take on different leadership positions over, over, um, you know, the different different times within the the, the campaign. Um, but no, we, we haven't we haven't got any formal leadership, and and we don't want a formal leadership because we're not trying to put ourselves in position of power. We we want a process. We want a fair process that has randomly selected people from the public. Um, you know who 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 get to make decisions. So uh, yeah, it is it's 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 of critical importance that we we don't have leaders um, because yeah, a we get picked off by the police. If you have a leader, your movement gets crushed really quickly. And also like like power corrupts. If you give people too much power, That's true. Um, you know like you know there's been a lot of you know times throughout history where you have people who start off with very kind of good in, good intentions and they get power and they turn into snakes like mm. and like because it is the way we're programmed you know the way we're, way we're raised throughout school and stuff like that is to think we need a strong leader a strong leader will save us but it's like you know like we we have had hundreds of years of of you know learning that strong leadership doesn't actually save us strong leadership um allows us to kind of take our hands off the steering wheel and be like oh it's not my problem mm. but like and then you end up with you know dictators and you know whether it's a, a, a dictator in you know an open dictatorship you know somewhere you know in the middle east or whether it's a you know a corporate dictatorship like we have in australia like you know it is a corporate dictatorship they've got locked down and mm. you know that's yeah it's it's um we're not going to be able to you know me and me and search haven't got the the skills or know how to be a leader you know and know how to undo that like it's going to take a lot of pressure, you know, lots of pressure from lots of different people doing, you know, you wanted to go and do a naked action on the street, go and do it. You know, that's fine. Semi-naked. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, like I also think, um, you know, because uh, I guess at the end of the day, we, we're kind of selling a boring process, you know, we're selling this political process um, that, you know, is kind of like a better version of a royal commission, I suppose, you know, um, that can actually can actually give us answers. And, and yeah, you know, we can do do different sorts of actions but like you know we do want to be credible like we are you know this is an option we think is a is a realistic possibility um to you know to make significant change and yeah you know so take um disruptive action um but yeah i mean like i think we also have to be careful about how you know doing things that are going to make it easy for us to be kind of like painted as you know um you know strange culty people over there you know and and you know, like 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 I said before, like that that happens already with with different sorts of things. And um, you know, we've just got to try and yeah, try and um, represent that we are you know a broad you know campaign with different sorts of people who are involved. Um, and yeah, you know, that's that's what we're going to play to. Yeah, and um, yeah, I just want to say that like yeah, uh, first of all, I'm not your fucking leader. Um, you know, you're your leader, and I think that yeah. Uh, the way we do hierarchy and leadership in our society, um, it takes away people's autonomy and and accountability and responsibility. Um, so 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 we are going to have a you know movement without leaders that is leaderful because we're all going to be our own. You know, there's no one leading us. We're leading us. 
ourselves. Yeah. Um, so what that means is that I'm not going to save you. You're going to save you. Hmm. So and if you don't, don't, it's your own fault, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Don't don't trust us. Don't rely on us. Tricky stuff. Yeah. So anyone could print off we some Extinction you. Rebellion banners and things like that and be a member of Extinction Rebellion? As long as, yeah, yeah, as, long yeah, as well, they follow the 10 rules on your website. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's, you know, those are those are principles and kind of like, you know, we are non-violent, for example, you know. So, like, um, you know, we don't go into situations to try and escalate them, um, you know, to make them dangerous for people involved. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're broad kind of behavioral guidelines. But, um, yeah, you know, like, you know, it, it, would, it, would, it would be great if people went off and, you know, made their own banners and went on the street. Um, you know, I mean, from from experience, like people don't generally do that because it's it isn't you know like it's intimidating to go and stand on the street. Like people will attack you. <laughs> like they get out of their car and they attack you because you're you're getting in. You know, you, they've been doing that thing for ten years and you know or driving to work for ten years and someone's in their way. Um, you know, so um, we have uh, trainings that we we recommend people come and do before they go and do actions. Um, non non-violent direct action training and that kind of runs for a day um where you kind of talk about you know get people to kind of run run through uh what might happen in those situations and we do some practice of getting yelled at i really enjoy that <laughs> yeah cause, you know, it, um but yeah you know um and yeah we also think people should come to a heading for extinction and what to do about a talk and that you know i guess some of the points that me and serge are raising here come from that talk but it's just you know it, it's a, com- a, a comprehensive um rundown of you know just how fucked we are and how little time we have and then it talks about um why the political system doesn't offer us any answers uh and why we have to use civil disobedience um and 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 then and, and you know talks about the, the the demands that we have for a binding citizens assembly and, and and why that you know with that demand we don't really need leaders because we're all campaigning for the we're all campaigning for this thing um so it doesn't really yeah that you know that's that is effectively our leadership and and our and our uh, you know what keeps us swimming in the right direction. Yeah, and check our Facebook page for those events. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah what do you reckon? Yeah. Well, can we like uh, keep an open lines of communication between all of us and you yeah. know, the Singers for Spag? Obviously, yeah. Let's do it. Like, I think we're members of Extinction yeah, Rebellion now. Yeah, we'd be happy to get out on the mic and like do some. Yeah, we do stuff. Can I talk tomorrow? We, yeah. Tomorrow. Well, tomorrow <laughs> two minutes by doing two minute session. Um, <laughs> Two minute talkings. We want we want to get on the street and interview your your, your crowds that you've got. See? Tomorrow, yeah, we want to get yeah. around you guys. Yeah, like, we like you guys. Like, yeah, I hope awesome. consider friends. Friends. we consider yeah. you guys friends. No, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. thanks for doing this. Thanks um, for having us. We yeah. have a lot of people saying no, and you guys have yeah. kind of to say yes. Yeah, and I just want to say off like what Max is saying. Yeah, like it's important that we are resisting in community. We can't do it by ourselves. Like, um, so you know, if you don't have much crew around you, like first point of thing is to tell people yeah to get your the, your crew your community mm. around you and um you don't need many uh three heaps yeah. um and get going there um just quickly are you guys planning any um brisbane like major protests in brisbane in yeah. early next you are Fuck yeah um so next major one is on the 10th of december yep um so yeah that's, that's gonna be a big public publicly organized action um yeah we'll try and yeah. be there yeah yeah awesome Cool. We'll try yeah. and bring a little crew. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Thanks. Guys. Yeah. Thanks for this. Max yeah. and Serge, Extinction Rebellion, Singers Plus Bag, episode Cheers. thirty-seven. Cheers. Thanks. Thanks. You guys are fucking awesome. Yeah, that's dope. Thanks so much for doing that. Anyway, that was fun. Okay. Yeah.